Welcome to the first episode of the Heroic Hour. I'm Nicholas McGill, Chief Experience Officer for Heroic Media. And on this podcast, you'll learn tips, tricks, and the processes to lead, build, learn, and grow from thought to profit. On this first ever Heroic podcast, I'm going to try and deliver a little bit of Heroic TLC, some technology, leadership, and culture to help you elevate, connect, and grow, and give you the adaptive mindset and the skills that will get you mission ready for life. We'll be exploring why the most heroic professionals and the high performance teams are not born, they're made. I'm going to talk about how you can become one of them, and I'll be giving you six techniques and a few resources you can use to really champion these ideas right away. When I say that heroes are made, to me, it's a reminder of four core values in heroic culture, and that is the pursuit of mastery, abundance, discernment, and exploration. Those four really help uh, at our core and help us to achieve great things. Now, in this episode, we're going to focus on mastery. I'm sure you're familiar with the power or the concept of mastery or the concept of being a guru or at least the titles and labels that come with it. I'm certain that most people, though, have little to no concept of a process of what it means to become a master. Mastery of various skills is essential to entrepreneurial endeavor. And when it comes to those skill sets, those essential skill sets, you can either be born good, you can get good, or you can quit because it's a crowded market out there and there's no spare room for yet another mediocre player on the field. And to kick this talk off, you know, this, this first point we want to make is that masters are first students of the problems they're trying to solve. They study them intensely. They don't share the solution until they know that it works well and they've used it. This sounds contrary to the vast array of like lean business strategy that's out there that advises you to basically beta test half measures on the unsuspecting public. You know, this concept of the minimum viable product, the problem is many people have dropped the V for viable out of that, that product. They just have a minimum product that doesn't solve the problem. It created this race to the bottom where, you know, out of that disregard for viability, people managed to break through the floor in the process. But the reality is in, all, in, in the sea of crap products and services, your customers don't want yet another experiment. They don't want to be part of the next beta test often. They want a working, great solution And this is where a dedication to mastery really comes in. And mastery starts with the ability to be a beginner, to be a learner and a student, and to admit at least to yourself that you don't know jack about X, whatever X is. This is where your journey as a learner and ultimately as a master really begins. This is the mindset that will allow you to find the teachers and lessons that will help you develop your skills, become competent, and continue on that path. But the reality is many people don't make it this far. They skip that step. Entrepreneurs become gurus overnight by attending or participating in a weekend retreat or conference. 
big businesses introduce buzzword products like something like big data solutions and claim to be purpose-driven organizations without having any ideas or processes uh, beyond the bumper stickers running underneath the hood. So beyond you know, the light skimming and swiping from the latest New York Times bestselling business book, these guys have skipped some steps. I'll say it again. Masters are first students of the problems they're trying to solve. These are the guys and girls who figure things out and find workable solutions and dedicate themselves to refining them before they release product. You have to, in order to do this, you have to be committed to the suffer fest of fear, of discomfort, of self-reflection and self-improvement for the betterment of everything that you do in a focused and disciplined way. You know, we all feel aloof, embarrassed, naive, vulnerable, and desire like comfort and security when we're learning something new, especially at first, because it's really hard to get through those first few moments. It's absolutely scary. But we're hardwired to feel this way. It's totally natural. And the great ones, the high performers, the high achievers, they embrace this discomfort and they persevere through it. When we talk about mastery, what is it that we're really saying? You know, what I believe is this, is that I believe you achieve mastery when you develop a competency and a skill and adapt it in such a way that it serves you better than the original form that you, that you learned it in. Effectively, you've optimized it for you, your practice, your organization, your team, and you've made it your own, your own process, your own method, your own product. And when we talk about what gets in the way of mastery now, here's the rub. There's a trillion dollar market for anti-mastery. You know, it's really alluring. There's a huge market working against anybody who's really desiring to excel and refine their efforts. And what I mean by that is that at all levels of practice in business and life, there are these opportunities for off-ramps that take you away from progressive growth steps forward that just keep you stuck in study and feeling like that beginner and they keep you feeling uh, scared or mediocre and like you constantly have something to learn before you actually apply that to your practice. And now let me give you a, a few examples of some things that really hinder you and get in the way. Like, and here's a classic one. There's a million consulting firms out there, and there's probably, you know, you think of the top 10 right now. And if you were to order off the menu, if, you, if you're an executive or if you're on an, a board somewhere, uh, and you were to order off the menu to get a training right now from one of the top 10 consulting firms out there, the chances are somebody on that menu is going to offer a talk about something so basic and ridiculous as uh, finding your why or starting with your why. I'm not saying that purpose isn't important, but the reality of the situation is many of the solution providers are offering a mediocre exploration into uh, who it is that you are and, and in no way can this map back to your core purpose or, or some of the things you're trying to achieve? It's very weak. It's anti-mastery. You feel good. It helps you feel like you're achieving the image of, of progress, of growth, of advancement, but it's not. It's bumper sticker bullshit. It's fake. That's just one example. I'll give you a, a few more here. Entrepreneurship is probably the most common form of anti-mastery. 
you know, these, these are the people who aspire to be an entrepreneur and they're constantly consuming trainings and books and going to seminars and conferences and listening to all these podcasts. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're, they're never applying what they've learned into a serious business or even into building a serious business, even a serious attempt, then they're just doing it for looks. Why does this happen? Because often there's a, there's a huge class of people. This is the new consumer. These entrepreneurs are the new consumer. They're driven by the image of being an entrepreneur rather than the actual benefits of successful and serious business endeavor. You know, they believe it's mission accomplished when they successfully convince everyone that they know that they're an entrepreneur rather than they've built a functional and they've executed a functional business model. And they're ignoring, often ignoring the quality of whatever product they may kick, at, kick out or, and the impact or the lack thereof. They're there for the applause and the attention. This goes against the very nature of net mastery. They're not making refinements. They're not building businesses. They're not building products. And they're not advancing the condition of others. They're not really even adding value. Even simply dedicating yourself to mastery increases your capability to add value to other people's lives. You know, I'm, I'm a big Bruce Lee fan, and he once said, knowing is not enough, we must apply. Willing is not enough, we must do. The anti-masters out there, the entrepreneurs, they've not, af- they've not applied, they've not refined much. They're passing along theories that they've heard. They're passing along bumper stickers and book titles out there, but they've not filtered through it. They've not filtered it through themselves. And they're trying to seem way more effective than they really are. At the enterprise level, you know, this, this comes in the form of uh, pursuing known half measures with growth initiatives. This is kind of like um, adopting, uh, adopting a new baby animal or something. Imagine adopting a kitten and only giving, ha- giving it half of what it needs to survive. It's horrible, right? It happens in business all the time. It happens in big business all the time. Essentially... If you're providing inadequate resources, including time, energy, attention, and money, you're basically strangling or cutting off that endeavor from really succeeding. You don't even give it a chance. And why does this happen? Well, you know, even the enterprise is a human mechanism. It's a human institution. And at the top of the pile, somewhere along the way, is somebody who didn't want to change, somebody who was afraid to be a beginner, somebody who just wanted to declare themselves a master, and some dingbat, you know, who wanted to see and set up a self-fulfilling prophecy of stagnation and failure. Somebody who just wanted to say that they tried change and transformation and it didn't work. Now, in our efforts at Heroic Media, we've seen a number of these kind of uh, initiatives and we've led them and had to overcome some of these uh, issues. And we're happy to talk about them. And I'm sure you'll hear me blather on about these issues and some examples in uh, other future podcasts. But my point is this, is that, you know, you need to recognize what isn't in alignment or pursuit of mastery. And that's really important. Okay, six things to help you on this pursuit to cultivate mastery. I'm going to go over this. Okay, so one, you know, number one, to increase your focus Get in the habit of persistently asking yourself this one question, right? And, you know, ask and answer it. Where are you pouring your tea right now? And by tea, 
I don't mean green tea or the drink, you know, I mean, and I don't mean Earl Grey hot tea, you know, it's uh, by tea, I mean time, energy and attention. Where are you pouring your tea? Where are you pouring your time, energy and attention? Right? And then I want you to filter that, that those answers through the heroic golden rule. And here is the heroic golden rule. It simply says this, cultivate that which serves you and hit the eject button unapologetically hit the eject button on that which does not. You know, if you look, no matter what scale of, of practice you're at, whether you're a leader, whether you're a solopreneur, whether you have a team, whether you're leading an entire organization or not, if you're looking at, hey, where am I pouring my resources? Where are we focusing our time, energy, and attention? And is it serving us? And if the various endeavors that you're evaluating through that lens aren't serving you, Fire them. Hit the eject button. Get rid of them. All right. So that was number two was the golden rule. All right. Number three is to create a roadmap that serves you. You know, it's an interesting thing. I'm sure you've heard a million people tell you how important it is to, uh, to take the time to plan strategically. Yet very few firms, very few leaders, very few consultants even know what that means to effectively strategically plan. Then the reason that very few do is because very few do it. They're busy selling you on speaking deals and not actually applying what they learn to projects that they're working on unless it's an image project. And so true masters get beyond image. They're really there for the experience, the true engagement, right? So when, when I'm talking about setting goals or mapping out a real plan, this means figuring out the plan that's going to serve your organization, where it is and how it is arranged right now, the real world conditions and what needs to take place for that rubber to meet the road and address your current market conditions and the uncertainty and doubt. And you have to do this with strategy and tactics. You know, I see a lot of plans and strategies that are developed as if they're, they're in a vacuum as if market conditions don't apply. I see this in different regions. I see it with global organizations, and I see it with entrepreneurs and solopreneurs. You need to create a roadmap that actually serves you, and it, it can't serve you if it doesn't uh, deal in the real conditions you're dealing with. You know, and also, if you, even if you have a really awesome strategy, you know, if you've got a great roadmap to how you're going to lead your organization to success, if you never look at it, if you never review it, it's like having a treasure map you left back at home and you're wandering the land digging holes looking for a pot of gold. It's crazy, but it happens at every level of business, every single one. Not just at the startup stage, not just with entrepreneurs, but managers, VPs, executives, and in the boardroom still to this day. They're all human organizations. They have very similar mistakes, and we've seen it across the board. They might not admit to it, and you're never going to see it in uh, Forrester Research or, or uh, Harvard Business Review because very few people are going to honestly admit, yeah, we have no freaking idea what the heck we're doing, but it's there. And I'm sure some of you have felt that before. All right, number four, you got to commit to learning how to reverse engineer goals into specific actions. Now, I used kind of a, a curse word in there, which a lot of managers and business types avoid, which is engineer right? That sounds like work. I have to engineer or even worse, reverse engineer. 
I can't drive stick. I can only drive automatic. No, I'm kidding. I, of course I can drive stick. When I'm talking about reverse engineering goals into specific actions, it's a, it amazes me how many teams, how many leaders, how many uh, executives do not really know how to start with a goal and map it into strategies, objectives, projects, sub-projects, and ultimately tasks or actions that need to be carried out. That's really important. You know, you have to commit to learning how to do that. You need to mind map this stuff out. And it doesn't need to be some exotic professional program or application or app on your phone to do this. You can do this with a pencil and a blank piece of paper. Create a mind map. This is, this is the key for, to achieving your goals. That and reviewing what you end up creating and ma mapping it and checking for alignment regularly. Which brings us to number five, which is to build a daily practice that forces you to take the actions that are aligned to your strategies, your goals, your objectives, your projects, your sub-projects, sub and so on, as well as reflect on them, right? That's, that's really key. You know, there's a billion... Uh, I, okay, I'm exaggerating, right? Okay, I, I, there's got to be at least 20,000 to-do list apps out there. And if you're like most people, you've probably cycled through 10 of them. You have five of them on your phone and you use like none of them well, not one. You have not one habit of going regularly to them. And what's worse is most of those apps don't have a good process or workflow to begin with to really enable and empower you. And by that, I mean, at the end of the day, there's no review of looking at what you got done and if it was in alignment with your strategies and your goals so that you can turn around and recognize momentum and alignment or lack thereof and call yourself to the mat on that and hold yourself accountable. This is the mark of masters. These are some of the pursuits. This is what masters do. All right, number six. And of course, this one's the pandering one, right? It's join a community, right? Join ours, right? We, we run the Heroic Insider Group. You can check that out at getheroic.com. Learn what we do. Swipe as much as you can from a community of collaborators because steel sharpens steel. I'm not here to bullshit you. I'm here to get you, me, our clients, your clients, our customers, their customers, and so on, mission ready for life by elevating, connecting, and growing together. So, you know, check out our Heroic Insider Group. If you like our multidisciplinary approach to how we face uh, business and life challenges, you'll have a great time interacting with us. And it's an exclusive, non-solicitous environment. And you can find it at our website, getheroic.com. Again, that's heroic with a K as in kick-ass. Now, before I move on to some books and resources, I just wanted to give you a little nugget about Heroic Media. Essentially, we're a creative firm that works with leaders and teams to transform business and to build growth engines. We don't just speak, train, consult, and advise. We get our hands dirty. We're at the whiteboard and the screen designing the presence, designing the strategy, developing the initiatives, and, and managing them, executing them, building world-class brands and experiences. We do all of this from thought to profit. They don't have a category for the type of firm that we... we if you've got a world-class brand or you want one, you know, or you're looking for that next growth engine in your organization, connect with us. Get to know us. 
see if our methodologies fit what you're doing. Find out more at getheroic.com. And if you want to see a more corporate site, you can check out our corporate site at heroic.org. Again, that's with a K. And all right, let's move on to some books and some last words. Okay, two books in the pursuit of mastery. I know you guys are busy guys and girls like myself, and but hopefully you're making time for some mastery in your life. And here are two book recommendations, and one of them's got lots of pictures, so you're in luck. Okay, this one doesn't have pictures, by the way. Uh, the, the Art of Learning by Josh Waitzkin. I'm not pronouncing his last name correctly. I'm sure I'm screwing it up. So uh, to that author, I apologize. But he is like the Bobby Fischer type. He's a, a savant at, at learning, at chess. He knows how to dissect things and learn new things in rapid pace. If you want to master one adaptable skill that will serve you throughout your life, learning how to be a better learner will serve you throughout your life. This will help you get mission ready for life. Another book, you know, I mentioned his quote earlier on in the podcast, The Tao of Jeet Kune Do by Bruce Lee, right? That book is not just about martial arts. It's about a way of life. It's about looking through the lens of life through, through Bruce Lee's eyes. And he'll talk about the formless form and how to adapt to certain circumstances and how to take um, different disciplines and skills and moves and apply them to yourself. It's absolutely beautiful. It's half poetry, half discipline, and I think it's it's worthy read, and I think it's a required read for the Heroic MBA. All right, a few tools. I talked about mind mapping earlier. I use and love and pay for MindMeister. I don't get paid anything to talk about MindMeister, but it's one of those uh, mind mapping apps that bolts into Google Apps. It allows tight integration. You can collaborate with your entire team uh, to use it. It can tie in with your calendar and do all sorts of advanced things. But honestly, I don't use it for any of that. I use it to mind map. I use it to mind map topics, to mind map strategies, and go from goals to strategies to projects and sub-projects and all the way to tasks because I'm a visual thinker, right? And I have to see it visually. I'm the guy who had to sketch it all out. And I think a lot of people can be served if they do that. Either do it on paper or take a look at MindMeister if you, if you need an app to do that. Um, the, these will help you. Visual thinking is a powerful thing. When you can see it, you can do it. Now, of course, once you have all of those tasks, you're going to need some place to process to do, doing, and done. And uh, I'm an avid Trello user, and I'm going to tell you why for a couple of reasons. One, when you're trying to get things done, you need a dashboard that is persistent in front of you on a regular basis. For me, that's Trello. And Trello also allows you to create your own process, and process really trumps tools often enough, especially when we're talking about apps. And so in terms of added process, I'll give you this free nugget for free. One of the things that I do with Trello is I add a done, done this week, and like donezo. So I can kind of keep a record of all of the things and track in which areas of my life are the things I'm doing, which areas is that serving. So I can review each day to see what I accomplished each day, each week, each month, and so on and recognize where I've got momentum, where I'm screwing up, where I'm spending too much time in one area and I need to address another one, whether that's marketing or revenue generation or what have you. Trello's beautiful for this. It allows you to customize that experience for this. Uh, you can go on our site. The show notes to this blog, the, to this podcast will be on the blog um, and you can find all links to Trello. Uh, it'll be an affiliate link so I can get some Trello gold for that. But if you just go to Trello.com, either way, you know, uh, 
go use it, get it on your phone. It will serve you well. Again, you can share it with your team. These are some of the things you can do. You know, these days people overvalue tools and undervalue process. And if you've noticed, you've probably been through this cycle where you've cycled through a million apps that get amazing reviews and they're amazing, but you don't have the habits behind them or you don't understand the process behind them or you don't have the process to really make them effective uh, or to help increase your performance and increase your capabilities and take it to the next level. So at Heroic, we teach our team and our clients a little bit of our paper practice to make them lethal with a pencil and paper. If you give us something to write with and on, we are lethal. Your competitors will be scared because we can do much of what we can do with a paper and pen and then, heaven forbid, you give us a smartphone and some computing power, right? If you have an effective process, you get to ride that wave of exponential performance increase when you have the right process and disciplines. All right, some last, last words and recap. Heroes aren't born, they're made. To become heroic means to venture on this journey of mastery, abundance, discernment, and exploration. Today on this podcast, we talked about mastery. We'll be talking about the rest in future podcasts. And mastery is essential to growth. And you can be born good and lucky, or you can get good, or you can quit. And remember, it's a crowded market out there. There's no spare room for mediocrity. But you can do this. You can bring your own bravery. You can step up your game. Subscribe with us on this journey and continue to get mission ready for life. And enjoy the next episode of The Heroic Hour. And before I sign out, I just want to encourage all of you to check out The Heroic Insider Group. It's free for the first 100 people for an entire year. You get an entire year of an exclusive collaboratory in a Slack environment that I'm sure you're familiar with. If not, it is a great opportunity for you to learn about team collaboration and communication that really cuts down on email in an environment that's designed for you to work in an exclusive, non-solicitous environment where we can work on your projects, whatever, whatever you're working on and really bring the power of engagement, of networking, and something that's a little bit more powerful than a newsletter that we could kick out each week. Anyway, check us out online. And I look forward to seeing all of you or, or engaging all of you on that insider group and sharing the next Heroic Hour with you. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to this first ever podcast. If I screwed anything up or messed everything up, bear with me. We'll figure it out. We'll get everything dialed in. And links, show notes, tips, tricks, community, engagement, you can find it all. All of our business information, all of that stuff. Or if you just want to hang out, drop a comment, send me hate mail, or a thank you. It's all at getheroic.com. And uh, I highly encourage you to go check it out. And uh, anyway, how about a little bit more of this music? I'm, I'm digging this. Let's do this.